Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. How are you? What's going on? How's your week going? I've been feeling so good this last week, which is great. I feel like I started 2023 off on a high. I was on a roll all of January. And then there was like a week in February where I really hit a wall and felt like I needed to take a step back and just like take a moment. And I get into these modes where I'm super energized and super motivated to show up for everyone and create content and inspire and hold space and do the thing and grind it out. I get so much in the zone that it's not until I like hit an energetic wall and I'm completely drained. Do I realize like, oh, I have not been good at balance. So this last week has been really good for me because I've been regaining some semblance of balance. I've been cultivating a little bit more balance. And I've really been in this reflective season of getting curious around the ways in which I create more struggle for myself than there needs to be. Let me explain. This lesson, creating struggle for myself, is one that I've had to learn over and over and over again. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And here's the thing, like there's struggle in life that happens that's out of our control. You know, of course, we all go through that. Nobody is immune to struggle and challenges in life. But then there's also this like separate sector of struggle that is actually self-induced. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're creating more struggle for ourselves. And we oftentimes won't even recognize that we're the ones creating the struggle unless we have a pretty solid self-reflection practice, which is the basis of the Yoga Inspired Life program. And it's like the way that I try to live my life because awareness and self-reflection, I believe, are really the tools to not only create the life of your dreams, but to also be able to audit your life, the way you're showing up, your habits, et cetera, on a regular basis so that you can continuously choose to get back into alignment with your core values. We as humans are designed to always move towards comfort and away from pain. Let's take me, for instance. It's not in my nature to lean towards the easy route. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. I'm not afraid to put in the hard work. I'm not afraid to get up at the crack of the crack of dawn. If you watch my YouTube channel, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm like no stranger to hard work. I'm not afraid of a challenge. However, we as humans innately want to lean towards comfort and our brains want to keep us quote unquote safe. We can really easily fall into these patterns or cycles of comfort because it's what we repeatedly do. And so what can happen sometimes is that we can make choices, whether we're intentional of them or not, in an effort to make life easier. But what can happen sometimes is that life actually gets harder when you try to make it easier and you end up creating more struggle for yourself. You know, for instance, exercising might be hard, but never exercising makes life harder. 
right? Because your health is compromised and it's maybe hard for you to be mobile and you don't feel well in your body and there's not good circulation, so on and so forth. Letting go of what no longer serves you is hard, but holding on to stuff that's not serving you in a positive way is harder. Having uncomfortable conversations with people can be hard, but avoiding conflict and repressing how you're feeling is even harder. Working through past trauma is incredibly hard, but constantly feeling triggered makes life harder. You see what I'm saying? So it's like taking the easy route or the more comfortable route might feel easier in the moment, but it comes with a cost. I can think back to so many different seasons in my life where I inadvertently created more struggle for myself by avoiding what I perceived as hard convincing myself that taking the easy route was easier when in fact it just made my life harder and ultimately prolonged my happiness, success, and peace. For instance, in 2016 when I realized that I was deeply depressed, wildly unhappy, and had hit my ultimate rock bottom. If you're new around here, I'll give you a very, very, very brief snippet, but I was four years into an abusive and toxic relationship I was in a toxic job doing bottle service in a nightclub in Hollywood four or five nights a week, which means I was working from 9 p.m. till I wouldn't get home till 4 a.m. That's a really hard schedule when you can't sleep in. I felt sick all the time. I was obviously dealing with extremely traumatic experiences with my ex. My ex was also, I think like four or five years older. So you would think that he would be a little more established than me, but I took care of him financially and he lived with me and I took care of everything. And I was in debt trying to pay for his lifestyle and take care of myself too. I was broke, in debt, depressed, felt stuck in this nightlife job because I had told myself this story that because I didn't go to college and didn't have a degree that I would never make more money than I was making there. And I had all these limiting beliefs and all these excuses and all of these valid challenges in front of me. And I knew that I was unhappy and I knew that I wanted to change things, but changing even one part of that felt so hard that I took the easy route and stayed. I stayed in the relationship. I stayed in the nightclub job. I stayed in my financial instability. I stayed because the thought of changing all the things that I needed to change seemed way too hard. And I stayed for far too long. And the longer I stayed, and took the easy route out, the harder my life got. And in the moment, you know, I knew I wanted to change things. I knew I was unhappy. I felt mostly defeated and stuck, but there was like a paper thin sized sliver of hope within me that felt like maybe there was more to life than what I was experiencing at that time. But again, the change and the work involved in trying to change everything felt overwhelming and way too hard. So I took the easy route and I stayed until I didn't. (laughs) You know, but that's a story for another day. The easy route might feel easier in the moment, but again, it comes with a cost. And I know this sounds counterintuitive, but by doing the hard things, you ultimately create ease. And I think it comes down to changing your mindset around your ability to take on those challenging actions that you would typically avoid. You know, doing the things you know need to be done, aka the hard stuff, 
is a powerful act of self-love and it allows for growth and strength to flourish. And again, like both are hard, right? Staying in that relationship and staying in that toxic situation at work and staying broke and staying depressed and staying sick and unhappy and unwell was really, really hard. And changing my life was also really hard. But changing my life and getting out of the relationship and leaving the nightclub and living out of my car for six months and saving up money and fixing my financial situation and starting my blog and starting my Instagram and starting my YouTube channel and working my way to where I am today was hard, but it was also, oh my God, so worth it. And my life today is easier because of those hard choices, but it's still hard. It's still hard in a lot of ways. And that's the point that I'm trying to get across to you is that you can't avoid hard things in life. (laughs) There's always going to be something in your life that feels hard, but you have to choose your hard. And by choosing to do the thing that might be hard, but that you know is going to benefit you in the long run, you can Allow yourself to drop the struggle and start to find a better, more fulfilling flow with life. Easy doesn't always equal long-term comfort. And I think that we can sometimes overwhelm ourselves by thinking about all of the work that needs to go into this big thing that you need to change when you don't need to overwhelm yourself. That in itself is creating more struggle than there needs to be. Figure out the next step. You don't need to think 25 steps ahead. Think about the next step. What can you do next to move you closer towards less struggle? This idea of dropping the struggle can play out in big ways, like in the part of my journey that I just shared with you, but it can also play out in small ways, like picking up around your house. I know this is such a random example, but that's literally what just came to me. But, you know, instead of just dropping something on the floor after you use it, because it seems like annoying and not hard necessarily, but you know what I mean. Annoying to go and take it back to its place. Just do the hard thing because it's going to essentially make your life easier. You know what's harder than going and putting the thing away? Living in a house that's cluttered and messy. Do you get what I'm saying? So I just, I see myself in my past mostly. And I see other people creating more struggle for ourselves or or for themselves in this way, you know, of trying to avoid the hard thing or the thing they think is hard. I also will say though, like everything feels hard until it's done. (laughs) Even my move to New York seemed like the idea and thought of not only navigating a city that I had only been to once where I knew one person, but trying to figure out How am I going to move all my stuff over there? And how am I going to sell my car? And how am I going to qualify for a luxury apartment? And how am I going to get my dogs over there? And how am I going to create a life for myself over there? And that felt hard. But now that it's been done, I did it. It wasn't that hard. (laughs) You know, so I think sometimes we can create this story in our minds of the hard thing that we're wanting to avoid. And it's a matter of making an intentional choice. I think I said this just a minute ago, but like, changing your mindset around your ability to take on the hard things. We all have that inner monologue playing of being like, oh man, that sounds like a lot of hard work. I don't really want to go and do that. Or, oh gosh, that's like 
moving to New York, that's way too much. I can't do that. Or going and getting on my yoga mat right now, like, oh my God, it's going to be so hard. Don't think so far ahead. Drop the struggle. Drop the struggle. You know, I even see this play out in my life by letting limiting beliefs play out in my life where I'm like, that's not even relevant anymore. When I first started dating, when I first moved to New York, I started to see these old patterns of self-sabotage come up and anxiety come up and questioning my worth come up. I don't believe that you can ruin anything that's meant for you, but I definitely in the moment felt like I kind of ruined some possible partnerships for myself because I was really letting my baggage show, you know, and kind of acting out of alignment, showing up from this place of anxiety and fear because of my past traumatic experiences, which I will say, I'm going to validate myself and say, I've been through a lot and the trauma healing never ends, you know? So I'm totally fine about it now. And I was fine shortly after these situations, but you know, I was creating more struggle for myself, being anxious about dating and being anxious about what's going to happen and letting my past come in. And it's like creating all this struggle that doesn't need to be there. The worrying and the anxiety and the future tripping is creating more struggle than there needs to be. The lack mindset around what you think is possible for you and what you think you're capable of is creating more struggle than there needs to be. This is why doing work on your limiting beliefs is, gosh, I mean, dare I say, like one of the most important things that you can do. Because oftentimes it's our belief system that's keeping us in the struggle. Life doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be a chaotic struggle all the time. It's easy to say and hard to do. I get it. You know, I felt like my life was very chaotic growing up. I felt my life was chaotic in school. I felt my life was chaotic. I was used to trauma, drama, and chaos. And so I would continue to recreate it, you know, because my brain was like, this is what we're used to. I know how to play this game, but it's like, that is creating more struggle for myself than there needs to be. I don't have to struggle anymore. You have to change your mindset around what you perceive as hard. I think a great place to start with this, if you want to really take some actionable steps towards dropping the struggle, think about the things that you avoid doing. Get your journal out, do some self-reflection. This would be like some of the work that we do in the Yoga Inspired Life program, but get clear about the areas where you are creating more struggle for yourself. Think about the things that you avoid doing that would benefit you or make you feel good or make your life easier in the long run. I know you have some. Okay, we all have some. I do it too. I do it too, even on like a smaller scale as far as um, the order in which I do things during the day. I get into these seasons. It happens every few months where I put my work before my wellness And it comes from a good place because I'm like very excited and eager and inspired and motivated to get up and work and create. But I end up putting my wellness practices and my self-care practices on the back burner. Actually, this is kind of like what I was talking about when we started chatting that I kind of spun out of control at the end of January because I got so in the zone with showing up and creating that I put my wellness practices on the back burner. And I started to tell myself this story that for whatever reason, it's it's too hard to work out first or 
go down to the gym and get in mindful movement before I start working. And it's just better for me to work first and then I'll do the other thing later. But then I never ended up getting to the other thing later. And then I ended up hitting a wall because I felt burnt out. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like, where and what are the things that you're avoiding doing that you know are actually going to make you feel good? And then look at your beliefs around those things. I had to sit with myself and journal and get clear and reaffirm to myself that I can't pour from an empty cup. I can't be the best that I can be if I'm not showing up for myself. For me, that looks like meditating in the morning, taking time for myself before I start creating, working out or walking on the treadmill or getting on my yoga mat, whatever it might be. I have to do those things before I can get to work and start showing up for other people. And it really came down to me rewriting the narrative around self-care and wellness. That's like a deeply ingrained belief in me from, I think, just my generation that self-care is selfish and working out is a luxury and doing yoga is a luxury and we grind hard and we hustle. And if you're not hustling, you're not trying hard enough. You don't want it bad enough. And it's like, I still, that is a limiting belief that I had that I have to work on consistently because it comes up for me. It shows up for me in these patterns where I catch myself putting work before wellness. And then I'm wondering why I'm burnt out and I can't show up properly. So I think that, you know, dropping the struggle and recognizing where you are avoiding the quote unquote hard things comes down to your belief system around what you think is hard and also what you're focusing on. It's like short term comfort versus long term benefits. Easy doesn't equal long term comfort. You might find comfort in the moment, but both are going to be hard. And I think it's also about reminding yourself that you can do hard things. You have to trust that what is on the other side of the effort is worth showing up for. And, you know, the other thing I just thought of, too, is that, like, sometimes the hard thing is not doing the thing, right? Like, I'm talking about how exercising might be hard, but never exercising makes life harder. You know, maybe the hard thing that you need to do today is to listen to your body and not go work out. I actually think, you know, I'm going to reel it back here and say like, yes, it's about limiting beliefs, but it really is like it comes down to awareness, awareness and perspective. This is why it's so important to have a self check in practice, because only you know what you need to do to get into alignment, to find that flow state, to feel good, to get you closer to the life that you want to live. And that will ebb and flow because That's the essence of life is change. So you need to be able to have those moments of checking in with yourself with radical honesty where you show up with radical honesty and ask yourself, like, am I creating more struggle for myself? Is this choice that I'm making or is this thing that I'm avoiding bringing me comfort now? But am I going to create more struggle for myself by avoiding it? I feel like I've just like totally talked myself in circles as I do (laughs) when I just like sit down with the mic and I'm like, here's what's on my mind. 
But you know, here's the thing. This can't be applied to everything, right? Because now I'm getting into the territory of like, listen to your body and da 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 da, which you definitely should do. But that doesn't apply to this topic. So just ignore me on that. If it resonated, if I feel like it made sense to, in my mind for a moment, but now I'm backtracking. I digress. I feel like this specific thought that I had that I wanted to expand on about dropping the struggle really is more so geared towards avoiding the uncomfortable things, avoiding showing up and doing the hard things, cutting off that relationship that is making you feel like shit, showing up for yourself and going to work out at 7 a.m. before you work instead of skipping it and snoozing the alarm or cleaning out that scary closet, your Monica closet. If you watch Friends, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) you know, or whatever it is, but doing that hard thing and recognizing that once I do this, I don't have to think about how long it's going to take or what it's going to entail or how many, no, just focus on one step at a time. There is a video of Will Smith talking about this. He shares this story and I saw this video gosh, like a decade ago. And it really changed my perspective on how I view hard work and how I view things that might entail a lot of effort. And I share this in the program. So my program babes have already heard this, but he talks about building a brick wall and I'm totally butchering this, but I'm giving you the reader's digest version of this. (laughs) He talks about building a brick wall And that at the first thought of building the brick wall, this big brick wall, it's overwhelming. And he's like, I don't even know where to start. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. It's too much. There's too, there's going to take days, weeks, months. I can't do this. And that fear of hard work is paralyzing and it can keep you from building the brick wall or doing whatever it is that you are working towards. Right. But he then instead says, you know, instead of focusing on the entire brick wall, Your job is not to think about the brick wall as a whole. Allow your job right now in this moment to focus on just laying one brick at a time and laying it as best as you can. That's it. You don't need to think about the whole brick wall. You have the goal, right? The goal is building the brick wall. The brick wall represents whatever it is that you're working towards. You know that's the end destination. Okay, we don't have to keep thinking about it now. We already know. Now your job is to not get overwhelmed and think about the brick wall as a whole. Your job is just to focus on the step in front of you. Focus on laying each brick as best as you can. This is what I did when I decided that I wanted to leave my abusive relationship, start a blog, that was the thing at the time, and take my blog and Instagram full time. This was before the term influencer was even a thing. And I also was in debt. I was literally broke. I'm pretty sure I had, oh gosh, I don't know, no more than a thousand dollars to my name. And I was, had a lot of credit card debt and I was overwhelmed and paralyzed by the thought of all of the work that needed to go into it. But instead of thinking about the end goal, I had already gotten clear about what the end goal was. I put my blinders on and I just focused on what I needed to do each day. I did get clear though about what I needed to do. And that's literally everything that I share in the program, the yoga inspired life program. But I didn't think about the end goal. I put my blinders on and I stayed focused on what I needed and could do each day to move the needle. And so I think we can get too far ahead of ourselves and psych ourselves 
out. And then we perceive X, Y, Z is hard. We're not going to do the hard thing. Let's just do the easier thing by staying or not showing up or not having the conversation or not working on a skill or not paying attention to how we feel or working on our traumas because we want to stay comfortable. But that comes with a cost. The avoidance comes with a cost. And if you're willing to pay that cost, then more power to you, you know? But for me, I wasn't willing to stay where it hurts, but I also stayed where it hurts for far too long. And I realized that, oh, me taking the easy route, me avoiding the hard thing is actually making my life harder. Oh, that was a hard day. That was a really hard moment for me because I realized that not only was I not changing anything, but I was actively choosing the things that I was not changing because by not changing them, I was actively choosing them. And even though I thought I was making my life easier by avoiding the hard thing, I was actually making my life harder. Ugh. So before I leave you, I want you to take a moment to reflect Where in your life are you creating more struggle for yourself? Where in your life are you avoiding the hard thing in an effort to bring yourself comfort? If ease and flow in your life, you're you're not going to get rid of hard challenges altogether. No one can avoid that. That is just a part of life. But if you want more ease and to feel more in flow, and to actually, you know what, here's the thing, is that in life, we are going to struggle. That's just a natural part of life, okay? I'm saying though, I'm asking you, do you want to create more struggle? Life is hard as it is. It is hard. Life can be hard. There are hard things about life that we have no control over that we cannot change. But why make it harder for yourself? Why create more struggle? Ask yourself, where in my life am I creating more struggle? And see how you can start to shift your mindset around what you perceive as hard. And maybe you just pick one thing at a time. You don't have to overhaul your whole life, but maybe you choose one area where you recognize, yeah, I'm avoiding that thing because I'm trying to seek short-term comfort and avoid that hard thing. And I know that if I do that hard thing, I'll probably feel better. And challenge yourself to do that and remind yourself that you can do hard things. Easy doesn't equal long-term comfort. Trust that what is on the other side of that effort is worth showing up for. Okay, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night. I hope you go do the hard thing because you can do it. And I'll catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.